Good morning, church. Good morning. How's everybody doing? We're doing okay. So I, I have to confess, you know, when we're singing new songs and I don't know the lyrics to the song or the actual pitch of the song, it really forces me to focus on the lyrics and to, re to really be engaged. And I think it's good for us as a church to sing new songs and to do that. I know it's good for me because it helps me to focus on where my heart is during service. And am I really giving of myself to God's church? How is my worship of the Lord? Am I really giving, as the scriptures command us, to give of my whole mind and my heart and my spirit. You know, coming from a, a larger church, you know, it's easy to get lost in a larger church. Um, and it's easy if you come to church to kind of be checked out sometimes and not really get because there's a lot of people there who are given at the same time. But when we come to be here, you know, let's face it, we're a larger fellowship than we've been, as everybody tells me that it's been in the past. Um, and we're grateful for that, but we're still a small fellowship, and it still requires giving on the part of every Amen. single person here Amen. to make our worship acceptable Amen. and a pleasant aroma to God. Amen. And that's that's a good thing. I think that's good. It forces us outside of our comfort zones. Um, and you know, I, I've been I've been outside of my comfort zone since I came to Huntsville <laughs> in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, and that's and that's really good for me. What I'm going to be sharing about today is is that is a parable that Jesus. Um, it's the parable of the unmerciful servant. It's in Matthew chapter 18, and um, I'm going to read this and go through it um, and share my thoughts, some things that God has put on my heart, and ways that God has been working in, in my life. And I hope that if you're visiting with us here today. Um, and the people who are, who are longtime members, that you will think about um, this passage and what it really means to you and what God was trying, or what Jesus was trying to teach Peter and the others that were here um, when he shared this parable. And Jesus taught in parables. And this is the time in our service when we remember Jesus. And we can all remember Jesus in different ways. But um, So I'll, I'll just hop right in here. It's Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Which to me, that seems like a, a small amount of times, actually, when I read it seven times. Um, and Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Mm. And you can look at the footnote there, and in some of the passages it says 70 times 7. For those who are good at math, that's 490 times. Mm. Um, I was asking my daughter that this morning, and she said, that's easy, Dad. That's 490 times, right? <laughs> uh, and, and I was like, yeah, it's easy for some people like you, but it's not easy for everybody. Um, and he says, therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. 
So let's just pause there for a moment. 10,000 bags of gold. Does anybody in here have any idea what that, the, the footnote says, that's 20 years of wages. 20 years. So, you know, now the average life expectancy of an American male is about 74 to 78 years old. So wow, maybe, you know, 20 years doesn't seem <laughs> like a long time. But in these days, people didn't live quite as long. Their average life expectancy was probably a little less than half of that. So basically, that's like a lifetime. It's an insurmountable amount of debt. And so since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this time, the servant fell on his knees and before him and he said, be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him he canceled the debt and let him go. Raise your hand in here if you've ever had a debt fully canceled where you didn't have to pay anything. So we've got one, two, three, four people. It doesn't happen that often, right? I mean, the master didn't say, hey, you know, I'll give you some time to pay it back. Or we'll work out a repayment plan. We'll restructure your mortgage at a lower interest rate and, you know, stretch out the amortization. So you, instead of only paying three times what you originally borrowed, you get to pay back four or five times what you originally owed. Right? He canceled it all. Every cent of it. But when the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants. He owed him a hundred silver coins. So 100 silver coins, it says, was about a day's wages. So it says here he grabbed him and he began to choke him. Can you imagine if somebody owed you a day's wages and you went out and found that person after you had been forgiven of this insurmountable debt and you started to choke that person? It's pretty astonishing. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. It says with an exclamation point. So he was yelling at this guy. So his fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him. The same exact thing he said to his master, almost verbatim. Be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. Not much chance of paying that debt back, I doubt it, right? When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant. He said, I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all 
that he owed. And finally, it says, this is how my Heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Amen. So there's a lot here. But what I really think about is how much God has forgiven me uh, in my life and how much He continually forgives me of. And the kind of way that I need to treat my brothers and sisters and the people in my life who I feel have wronged me. But it's easy to feel justified sometimes. That guy cut me off in traffic. That person owes me this. You know, when are they going to pay me back? I, I mean, honestly, I have people right now in my own life who owe me things, and they've never paid me back. And I'm sure you do too. I'm sure there's things, there's people who've wronged you in your life, right? Who've done, hurt you, sinned against you. But, what's good for me to remember is myself. And what I've been forgiven of. Amen. And to focus, to focus on that. Not to worry about, it's like my therapist says, when you point your finger at somebody, there's one finger at them, there's three fingers at you, and there's one finger toward God. <laughs> and I, I mean, that's not really a spiritual thing in this sense, but it is pretty profound. You're judging that other person, basically, is what you're doing. And really, God is the only fair judge. Amen. So, I've thought a lot about this. And just about how judgmental I can be sometimes about things. And it's really transformed my mind and the way that I treat my fellow man and people that I know. And um, I hope that if you're here today... Maybe there's someone in your life that's done you wrong. I hope that you'll think about how much God loves you Amen. and how much our Master has forgiven all of us and how He continually forgives us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God, we thank You that you are not like the unmerciful servant. God. Amen. That you know us, you formed us, you know that we are but dust, God. And God, that you love us so much that you were willing to send your son to die a horrible and brutal death on a cross for us, God, to give us a chance Amen. to spend eternity with you Amen. in heaven. God, please help us as your people to not be unmerciful toward our brothers and sisters. Help us to forgive each other as you have forgiven us for so much. Help us to never forget, God. Help us to remember. Help us to use this time to examine ourselves, God. Not in a guilty way, but in a way, in a somber way, God. In a way that we don't have worldly sorrow, but in a way that we want to repent to live lives that glorify you and that are an honor to your Son. God, we love you so very much and thank you for just loving us without conditions. We love you and pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.